Blog Talk Radio. I'm in a mixed marriage. I'm Jewish. And my wife doesn't give a shit about Star Trek. I'm Brett Singer. This is my show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Brett from the Bunker. I am your host, Brett Singer. It is Friday. Let's check the date. It is Friday, January 15th, 2021. See, now that it's not 2020 anymore, isn't everything perfect? Everything just worked out, and there's no more coronavirus, and it's just everything's awesome, right? <laughs> ah, you're so funny, Brett. So Trump got impeached twice. That was pretty exciting. We're going to talk to Ken Perlstein in just a couple of minutes about that. Not just that, but we're going to talk to him about his acting career and various other things. But also, Ken is an impressionist, and I'm very impressed by impressionists. I enjoy talking to them. I like saying, hey, can you tell me what this one will say about this? And I think that's fun. If I could do impressions, I would. I do – there's some that I can do. Like I can do a passable Gilbert Godfrey, you know, Godfrey, excuse me. I can't even say his name right. Um, I do the Seinfeld the way everyone else does Seinfeld, you know, hey, hey, you know, that kind of thing. And let's see, what else can I do? Um, I don't know. I probably got a couple more in the chamber. I I used to do like a Clinton, be like, hey, hey, but it's not like it's not really that good. Like it's not like you close your eyes and you think he's there, right? And you know, in Trump, everybody does a Trump. They're like, you know, huge. It's like this. That's so. That's God. That's so bad. That's so bad, Brett. Why are you even doing that? That's terrible. Oh my goodness. Um, Ken's having a little trouble calling in, but uh, we will carry on. We will soldier on. So, yeah, the impeachment. I think this is a um, – somebody uh, – Ronnie Pascal made a joke that it was a good sequel. I, I would agree with that. This may be the sequel that surpasses the original. I think that's definitely a possibility. I think that we have a situation where you know, we still got to get it past the Senate, but it might happen. You know, unlike last time. Last time there was no chance. This time, you know, there's a chance. I think it would make people feel really good. I think it's interesting that Biden is not really interested in doing it. Um, he's, he doesn't seem he doesn't seem to want to. How can I put this? Like he wants he want, We all have to move on. We got to move on. You know. If, again, if I could do a Biden, if I could do a Biden, I would do a Biden. That would be exciting. But he wants to move on. I don't know if the country is really ready to move on. The country really wants to get him. So like even if Trump is gone, like even if Biden is already sworn in, they're going to want. I don't know how that works though. Does anyone know how that works, where if, if he's gone, can he be impeached? That's what's confusing to me. I don't, I don't know how exactly that works. Let me just check in with Ken real quick. Uh, what's up? We're having technical difficulties. I'm just talking. It's very exciting. Wait. I think we've got Ken. Ken, are you there? Ken, can you hear me? Technical difficulties, technical difficulties are fun. Technical difficulties. Ken, are you there? Hey. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked. I could hear you. This is very exciting. Yes. I was vamping. Yeah, this was, is great. It was, it was right. very exciting to be vamping. You know, I was I was vamping about the election. I was just talking about whatever's on my mind. And that's always interesting, oh at least to me. At least to me, the, well, I, guess, I guess not so much the election, the the uh, the state of the 
the impeachment, all that, all that stuff. I was just kind of, I was riffing, man. I was in the zone. Dude, I've been in the, uh, I mean, even last night I was, I had this terrible thought in the middle of, in my sleep about the inauguration. Uh-oh, what you was know, it? Like it's just a, I mean, just this horrible thought of millions of these, you know, you know, MAGA-brained, QAnon, stupid fuck people, you know, overwhelming the National Guard. It was just stupid. And I woke up, I'm like, you know what, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. I think it is going to be fine. I think they are wise to shut it down and, you know, to shut down, to shut down the National Mall. And I think that's smart. I think that's a good thing. But, you know, in the end, you you know, you got to have better security. If they'd had better security, they wouldn't have gotten into the Capitol building in the first place. So hopefully they have learned their lesson. Well, they knew. That's the thing is that they knew what was going to happen Wednesday. They knew there was a a huge possibility. And they should have had, well, you know what? The the problem is is that uh, Trump didn't want the National Guard there. He didn't want a lot of security there. He was really counting on it being overthrown. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I think he was counting on the QAnon members of Congress uh, helping him out, which I, I think they tried to do. Oh, sure. Listen, Mo, the, vast I mean, majority of, the vast majority of Republicans in the House did not vote to impeach him. So it's not no. like, you know, and that's after all the nonsense went on. So, you know, you're still... He's still got lots of support. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he does, because these people, they want to, I don't know what it is, their hatred is so strong for everything, or they're so scared of, uh, I think it's a lot of fear, too, from these, uh, from their constituents. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it sucks. It's too bad. I mean, there's a few Republicans who are like, boy, we're, we're becoming the party of, like, right extremism. You know, sure. and that's what this is going on. I mean, I you think know, that has so, certainly happened, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, hopefully they can do something about this. You know, hopefully, uh, I mean, things will change. But there's definitely going to be some help to pay. There's going to be fallout from, you know, those members who were directly helping him. And that, you know, tweeting out Nancy's location, giving people yeah. directions. Yeah, no, that's that's Which some room? scary stuff. That that's some really scary stuff. Yep. I know that's really scary. You know, that, that's really disturbing. Being pulled out. Right. You know, uh, what is it? What's her name? Marjorie Taylor Greene, the, one of the QAnon Karens, uh, you know, has this, uh, had a political ad with her, you know, on, in a hum, with her Humvee driving out with her AR-15 and shooting targets that looked like AOC. And had the word socialism written on them. Scary. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so that's what. <laughs> now, do you talk? Here. Do you talk about this stuff in your act? Do you get political in your act? Oh no! Did we lose Ken? See, if I have to, I'll just keep talking about the impeachment. But it's not my goal. My goal. I had grand plans to uh, talk to Ken and talk to some of his impressionist friends, shall we say. It was going to be fun, and hopefully it still can be. Ken, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm oh okay, good. For a second. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just talking about the, uh, you know, the little QAnon Karen people with their 
you know, carrying arms into the chamber now, too. So, yeah, I don't so get that. Uh, I, I thought you weren't allowed to do that. No, but they're special. They're they're white and they're special. Okay. And they're they're uh, QAnon Christian people who, you know, um, they don't have to wear masks. They can get other members of the house sick. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, I think that's that's going to change. I mean, I, I I want these people eradicated out. You know, they're little searching for Bigfoot. You know, bullshit. Right. You know, I so, don't know. It's, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so let, I don't, I don't want to, because we're a little bit limited on time. I I wanted to talk about your pilot. Now, you're an actor, and you also wrote and shot yes. a pilot? Yes. Yes, I did. It's called How Am I Doing? And, uh, yeah, about uh, three years ago, I started uh, sort of working on this. I started working on several pieces, which I just kind of shelved. I, I'd never written before, really. Uh the only thing I did write, uh, write and shoot was a short film and a 48-hour film challenge. That was uh, a little over four years ago. Okay. So I, uh, that was called January. And, uh, 2016, all that happened, and uh, uh, I was writing a couple of other pieces, and I'm like, oh, these are just way too dark. I put them on a shelf and uh, started working with a mentor, and I, just, I came up with this idea where I knew the whole story. All of a sudden, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. And I just kept going. I kept going and going. And uh, people who knew me, people who knew about writing, uh, writing sitcoms, writing pilots, would read it. And they're like, this is great. You need to keep going. And then they would, you know, so it just uh, kind of formed. Okay, great. Uh, can we uh, go on and say what it's about? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. It's a. Uh, it's about a, a, a an alcoholic single dad He's in recovery. Uh, he's trying to get back his acting career as well as trying to have a relationship with his 11 year old uh, daughter, 11, 12 year old daughter that his, uh, you know, ex-wife has custody of. And he's, you know, of course he still has feelings for her, but now she's, you know, she's, uh, she's engaged <laughs> to this, to his nemesis, this really successful doctor. Oh, okay. So he's got to contend with that. So it's about the ups and downs and, uh, you know, it takes place in a city, takes place in uh, different parts of the city, the Upper West Side. So it's really fast-paced. It's very snappy. Uh, it's edgy as well. So how long did it take? How long did it take to film? How long did it take to film? We did shot it in three days. So we had shot. Um, we shot two days in May. Okay. That's not bad. How long is that? How long is the, how long yeah, is the pilot? No, no, no. We had it's not 24 minutes. That's pretty impressive to shoot that in just a couple of days. We should, well, it was spread out too. So we shot the first, well, we shot the first two days in May. Bro. We had different locations. So uh, we also were able to use my apartment for a bunch of different locations, which was great. Used the street, uh, you know, right on my block to shoot as well. And then we also right. used a Ripley Greer rehearsal space. So, uh, yeah, the, I think the third, um, the third, did I lose you again? Oh boy. <laughs> 
Well, I have never shot a pilot, at least not one that I wrote, and I have always wanted to. So that's something that's very much of interest to me. So I'm actually uh, curious to hear when we get Ken back, I'll hear more about that. Because it seems like it's kind of like your calling card. You know, like it's something that is within your power to do, like as long as you can write it, which is obvious. I think in, in some ways the writing is the hardest part because you've got to get that done and it's got to be good. And then you got to shoot it, but shooting it, you can, you can get help to shoot it, right? You could, this, this, this is like an interview without the interviewee. So um, you could, you know, you could shoot it, you can get people, you can, you get actors, you get the writing. I suppose you can get help with the writing too, but ultimately that's really got to come from you. At least that's how I would want to do it. I would want to make sure that the writing totally came from me. Let's see. I do not see you. I don't see you here. Live radio. Da, da, da. Here comes Ken. I hope he's back. I'm here. Live radio. Da, da, da. <laughs> now I'm okay. back and we're on the air. They're together now. Um, I was just saying that that's, some, uh, that's something that I've always wanted to do is shoot a pilot because I yeah. feel like it's your calling card. You know, like you can then say, look, I did this. I wrote it. I'm it's starring in it. And you, um, yeah, it's like, and, it's, and, it's, and it's within your power to do. It's something that, you ca- that the technology now allows you to do that. It used to be, you know, would it cost you a fortune just to rent the cameras, and that's just not the case anymore. I mean, it's not free, but it's not the massive expense it wasn't, that it once was. I mean, it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, and it does take... I mean, some people, they can shoot with their iPhones. iPhones have really good cameras. We shot on a Sony RED, so which is okay. a serious camera. That and, is a very uh, serious camera. I, it's a very serious camera. So, you know, we just – I didn't want to mess around with this. I wasn't there to mess around. And it's – you know, we are talking about brand. Uh, you know, I've been an actor for a long time. And, like, you know what, what can I – it's also, you know, what can I do to put myself out there? you know, to make my brand, to have people see me uh, in, in a larger aspect, you know. And a, uh, and, uh, so that's, that's what you have to do. You have to create your material. Uh, Makes sense. It was, it was expensive. It wasn't cheap. I mean, it's, it, it was probably all said and done between, uh, gosh, $27,000, $27, around twenty-seven Whoa, grand. That's a lot. that's a lot more than I was expecting. Okay, I take it back. I don't know if I want to do that. Well, that includes, but that also includes post-production. Okay. okay. Post-production's a big thing. I mean, it's, I, listen, I didn't know much about production before I did this. I was just an actor. You know, uh, you know, I've seen a Goodfellas where Henry and, and Paulie are sitting out at the table in this guy's restaurant, and the guy's like, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, uh, I, I need some help with the restaurant. Paulie's like, I don't know how to do a restaurant. I just know how to sit down and order a meal. You know, I just sit down and order the meal. 